You're going to love this. Just love it. Yeah, you will. What? A second hour of the broadcast? In a row? Yeah, you'll love it. Maybe. Stuck in the middle with you, live from the Pacifica Radio Studios in Los Angeles, KPFK 90.7 FM in L.A., 98.7 FM in Santa Barbara, 93.7 FM in San Diego, 99.5 FM in Ridgecrest and China Lake. This is the broadcast, hour number two today. It's been this, that kind of a week. Glad you could join us here. Thank you for sticking around. We're going to get right back to your calls, 818-985-5735. If you are just joining us, our number two of today's broadcast. We usually only do an hour. We do do it five days a week. You can download any of those programs uh, from the KPFK archives or bradblog.com or over at iTunes, where we hope you will give us a good review, make it a little bit easier for the rest of the world to find us as well. Uh, five days a week. And uh, like I said, we're going to get back to your calls momentarily here. uh, We're talking about the elections last night, Tuesday. And by the way, all of my other affiliate stations, they're gone. Those losers are out of here. I'm just focusing on you now, saving all the good stuff for you here locally in L.A. Our phone number is 818-985-5735, 818-985-KPFK. If you're joining us, I'm Brad Friedman of uh, bradblog.com. I'm with you here. A little loopy from staying up. Boy, I don't know how many hours of sleep I got, and uh, Desi Doyen isn't either. She's not. Well, she's getting the show out to the rest of our affiliates from the last hour, so I can't even talk to her. Maybe we'll talk to G, my board operator, uh, as people are already calling in. Somebody's going to attend to those calls. I'll try to get to... Uh, to a few of your calls here, 818-985-5735. Did you have problems voting on Tuesday in California or anywhere else? You may be listening over our live stream. Uh, did you have problems? Did it go well? I talked in the last hour about uh, the uh, seemingly extraordinary number of uh, provisional ballots that have been cast that are still uh, to be counted It's going to take a while. In California, we don't uh, certify the election until July 1, I think it is. Uh, So it's going to take a while to go through all of those ballots, some 240,000 provisional ballots, not to mention the vote-by-mail ballots that are still coming in, the ones that were dropped off at the polling place. Uh, So who knows? For the moment, however, uh, the results in California, at least for the moment, show Hillary Clinton uh, ahead of Bernie Sanders by 13 points, and that was enough uh, for all of the media as if they weren't doing it already, as if they weren't already doing it for months. That was enough for all of the media to declare that it's over, it's done, she wins, Bernie needs to get out. Why won't Bernie get out already? What's the holdup? Why, why, why is he still uh, staying in this race? He's just making it easier for Donald Trump. Is he making it easier for Donald Trump? I don't know. I don't know. But that's what the media has been claiming, not just since last night, but for months. 
All right, let me get to uh, some more of your calls here. Let's get to uh, Sherelle in uh, Pico Rivera. Hey, Sherelle, welcome to the broadcast. The broadcast extra. Brad. Yes, hi. Um, yeah, I took my son to vote for the first time in Pico Rivera in mm-hmm. Los Angeles County, and she's not um, no party preference. Mm-hmm. And they offered him, oh, which one do you want to vote for? Do you want? They offered him the um, crossover ballot. And, you know, of course, Democrat, he, he only wanted to vote for Bernie, nothing else. <laughs> right. So he went in and he inked his dot and they put it in the scanner, mm-hmm. just one dot, mm-hmm. and the scanner rejected it. So <laughs> they gave him another ballot. Right. The same thing. I looked at both of them very clearly, perfectly marked uh, black dots right on the right spot, mm-hmm. put it through, rejected it again. And uh, so he, uh, they, they forced it through. They pushed a button, and it went into the box. Where, you know, mm-hmm. and he's very discouraged. He doesn't think his vote counted. Oh, okay. Well, let me um, maybe encourage him, at least in part. Uh, I mentioned, I talked a little bit about this in the uh, previous hour. Those here in Los Angeles, and this is, was in Los Angeles, right, Terrell? Yes. Okay. Los in Los Angeles, those. Machines, that, that machine that he put his ballot through, that's a ballot reader. It's not actually a tabulator. Well, it could tabulate, but in theory, it doesn't tabulate. What actually happens is that ballot is sent, the paper ballot is sent to uh, Norwalk, to the county headquarters, and it is counted there along with the millions and millions of other ballots that are cast. But, so when it was rejected uh, yesterday at the polling place, the vote itself was not being rejected. Those scanners are only to tell you, supposedly, they're only there to tell you whether or not you voted too many times in a single race. For example, if he had voted for both Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders, he would have gotten a warning that, hey, overvote in this uh, in the presidential race and to give you the chance to uh, get a fresh ballot and try again. So I don't know why that machine at that particular polling place rejected his ballot. But it actually has nothing to do with the counting of that ballot. That ballot uh, will still be sent to the headquarters, uh, county headquarters, where it will, in theory, be counted by the computer tabulators. But at that point, at that point, your son is facing the same problem that every voter in uh, Los Angeles is facing. And as a matter of fact, across most of California and across most of the country, that is these optical scan computers, which either count the ballots correctly or they don't. We don't know. But he shouldn't be discouraged uh, by the fact that it was rejected. Now, by the way, was he using his own pen to fill it in? It's supposed to be a blue or... Inca dot thing, you know. You oh, right, okay. He used the actual Inca dot. Uh, well, I don't know why that machine was faulty, but I'm going to blame the machine, not your son's ballot, uh, and certainly not your son. I think it was that ballot reader, and I think that ballot will be counted just as well as all of the other ballots uh, in in yesterday's race. Well, he was worried that if it didn't get scanned there, then it's not going to get scanned through the. Yeah, there is a, a problem with that. There is a concern about that. That it well, also no way to know. Yeah, yeah, no, there's no way to know. That's the problem. So he's very discouraged, especially since Hillary won. I don't think he's going to vote again. Oh so. well, I'm sure he will. Hang in there. Tell him to hang in. Is he listening uh, today, Cheryl? I can play it back to him. Okay, good. Play it back to him. Tell him do not be discouraged. Uh, this should make him just want to fight like hell even more to make sure that uh, votes are counted, not just his, but everyone's votes are counted. And 
if you think that was bad what happened yesterday, L.A. County is getting re- getting ready to go to a uh, 100% unverifiable touchscreen system that they are developing for Los Angeles, the largest voting jurisdiction in the nation. Uh, so you will be able to oversee your votes even less if this goes forward. If you don't like that idea, uh, wait till this election, uh, the primary at least, is over. And then uh, let uh, Los Angeles County know that, no, you would prefer hand-marked paper ballots, not the uh, uh, unverifiable touchscreen systems that will soon be coming our way, Sherelle. Thanks, Brad. Thank you, Sherelle. Hang in there. Tell your son to hang in there. Let's go to uh, Sailor in Reseda. Hey, Sailor, welcome to the broadcast. Hey, Brad. Uh, I was just calling to share my experience, uh, both with the AP announcement and then once I got to the polls yesterday. Mm -hmm. Uh, First, uh, with regards to the AP, I mean, I know there's no real way to tell what kind of impact it had on turnout for someone like people voting for um, her back. Uh, for Bernie, but in my this was the announcement on uh, on Monday oh. night that she had wrapped up the uh, election, that it was done, that she was the presumptive nominee, telling right. basically telling six states no reason to go out and vote at all. It's over. Hillary Clinton has sealed it up. Yeah. Okay. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we hadn't actually. Uh, my mother and I were on our way to the polls about six p.m. last night. We hadn't actually received that uh, notification yet. We didn't know that. Mm-hmm. As we were walking out, she got one of those uh, like text messages on her phone or those news notifications on her phone about yeah. that. And at that moment, as we were about to walk out the door, she goes, oh, well, that just makes me think it's not even worth it. Why should we even go? She already won. And that's when I stopped her and I was like, no, no, mom, we still, it's not too late, you know, so we did go out and, and vote. But that just made me think how many other people were out there seeing that, thinking that same thing when... I saw it right before my eyes, you know. Luckily, I was there to deter her. Yeah, yeah. In your case, you were there. You said, no, no, hang in there. But you got to wonder how many people saw it and just said, you know what? The hell with it. I'm not going to bother. It's over. AP put that. And that's... Uh, that you know, that's why I was so furious. And and frankly, and let me just say, Hillary Clinton was not happy about it either, uh, you know, because she wanted to do well out here in California. She didn't want people to stay home. And the Democratic Party as a whole, because of the top two system that we use out here uh, in our primaries. Um, uh, you know, if if uh, Democratic uh, votes are suppressed or depressed and they don't show up, then you could have a situation where you've got two Republicans, uh, you know, both winning in a uh, in a congressional primary. So this was good for nobody. It was not good for voters. It was not good for the campaigns. It was not good for the Democratic Party. And it was not good for democracy. And it would be one thing, as I said on yesterday's program, it would be one thing. If uh, AP had come out and said, based on superdelegates that we have talked to, if the uh, nomination contest was held today, Hillary Clinton would win. However, that nomination, uh, uh, that vote at the convention is not until July 25 or something like that. But instead, they just, you know, sort of declared it's over. And that drove me crazy along with you, Sailor. Yeah, yeah, very misleading. And then so, so even though I did get her to still come out to the polls with me, the other problem when we got there was that um, I'm, I'm a no-party preference. I was able to do the crossover ballot mm-hmm. so I could put in my vote for Bernie. And my mother, though, I had made sure her and my younger sister had both met the deadline because um, my mom had been registered as a Republican and my youngest sister, she had not been registered to vote yet. So I made sure they met the deadline to register as Democrat or no-party preference. And my mom heard, wrote uh, you know her registration card saying it went through, and so she should have been a uh, Democrat on the polls. But, of course, both her and my sister, who was definitely not identifying as a Republican, were both still listed as Republican. So she she had no choice but to vote on the Republican ballot. And instead of 
she didn't want to support mm. Trump, so I think she just <laughs> voted on one of the other names names on there, mm. and, you know, voted on the rest of the measures. Well, she could have actually uh, voted uh, provisionally if, in fact— I, mean, I asked them, and the guy said, no, that's only for the no-party preference. Well, uh, yeah. Well, not true. Uh, and uh, feel free to let uh, the L.A. County uh, know about that problem as well and report it to 866-OUR-VOTE, which keeps a national database of, of all of these problems. Uh, yeah, she could uh, if she was anybody can uh, vote on a provisional, in fact, uh, anywhere. Doesn't mean it's going to be counted. But if, in fact, she knew that she was, in fact, uh, properly registered as a Democrat or a, an NPP voter, but it was showing up as Republican, then, yeah, she could have voted on a provisional. And if they would have found, you know, looked at it later and found out that, yeah, she was Democrat, then they would have counted it. So sorry about that. I wish I would have known that, but, you know. I know. Well, we try to inform as best as we can here. I wish I could reach everybody. And I wish, uh, frankly, the poll workers were better trained. But it is no easy feat. There are some uh, 25,000 poll workers in more than, uh, I think, 4,500 polling places here in Los Angeles. So it is just a monster of a county and problems like that are, are unfortunately bound to happen. The question is, how much did they happen? So uh, let me get to some more calls and we will find out. Thanks, Sailor. Appreciate the call. Um, let me go to, uh, let's see, uh, Rhea in, here we go, Rhea in Santa Ana. Thanks for uh, thanks for holding so long, Rhea. Welcome to the broadcast. Oh. Hi, you took my call. Thank you so much. Can you hear me? I can. Oh, great. Okay. Well, um, yesterday I was an inspector in a polling location in Santa Ana. Mm -hmm. How'd it go? And it, well, it was my first time, so I'm not sure what to compare it to. Mm -hmm. However, um, I was, you know, in the position to kind of oversee things. And the clerks that I work with had a lot of experience, like at least 18 years experience among a few. Mm -hmm. And so they knew a lot, um, I guess, about how to... Um, you know, to, uh, I guess, receive, you know, the people who would want to vote. Mm -hmm. However, um, my training was three hours long for the inspector training last week. And, um, you know, and, and the new, I guess the new page they added to the poll worker handbook um, was the no party preference voter options. And so the no party preference voter options were, um, so if you, if you had a party ballot um, and you wanted to vote, um, the Democrat Party, the mm -hmm. American Independent Party, Libertarian Party, and nonpartisan mm -hmm. um, would allow you know to, you to vote for those parties if you had that no party preference. Right. Um, you know. Okay. So uh, my experience was um, for the provisional voters. Mm -hmm. um, we we received a lot of new young voters, first time voters um, that would come up to the table. And um, they they appeared to seem like they were kind of unsure. Um, they said, "Oh, I just registered to vote about a month or a month ago." Mm -hmm. um, okay, and and, and you know, um, of course, you know, I, you know, I'm a Bernie Sanders, you know, um, I just I'm a fan, mm -hmm. and I, you know, I'm really really like love Bernie and um, <laughs> his platform and all that. Right. So, I mean, I, of course, had to remain neutral within, you know, the whole day yesterday. So I didn't obviously mention Bernie Sanders at all. Right. Um, however, um, I did, I was in an empowering position to, to oversee and hear things that weren't right. So what, uh, and, and Rhea, I, I, got, I want to get to a lot of people. What, what did you see that were that was not right at the polling okay, place? So, okay. So, um, the, um, 
uh, a few, one of the clerks, clerks in particular that was working um, the voter roster, uh-huh. um, if, for example, a student would come up, um, well, it was on Santa Ana College, so if a student came up and said, oh, I register on campus, um, is this my polling location? And um, she would say, well, um, you know, let's see, let's check your name in the roster. Right. And basically, you know, if you're in the roster, um, then, yeah, you can vote here. But she said, if you're not in the roster, you can still vote here, but provisionally. Well, that's correct. So that's correct is, information. Correct. But this is this was the information she was saying, which was correct, yes. However, um, you know, I wanted to encourage people to locate their polling um, location, ah. you know. Okay. And we had a phone number to in a, in a website so that people can, you know, look at their information to see if, you know, that location was, in fact, their polling location. Because um, if they would show up right. and their name wasn't on the list, they can still vote there. So they, but they can vote provisionally. But they had to vote provisionally, and you wanted to actually help them out and point them to help them find their correct Absolutely. polling place. Absolutely, but they weren't encouraging that, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and she was like, let's just get them processed, let's just get them to vote. Mm. And I'm like, no, we, and she was a yeah. clerk, and I said, I understand that you've done this many years, however, we want to educate these new young yeah. Um, voters to be part of how to do this and to inform them and not to condemn them for not knowing. Yeah. And um, so I was, you know, I kind of I had to oversee everything and, and the line was moving. Um, and um, there was a lot. There's 123 vote by mail drop offs. There was 100 provisional electrical voters. Uh-huh. There was 10 provisional paper voters. Um, I printed up the tally at the end of the night for the electronic um voter tally and it was for 49 San, uh, Bernie Sanders and 21 Hillary. Uh-huh. So I took pictures, I took photos of everything and um you know I videotaped myself uh well not myself but uh, I had someone videotape me driving it to the location to drop off, you know, exactly you well, know from step 1 to you know the last right. step. Um, Real, this individual. Uh-huh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say. Uh, l- let me get to uh, some other calls. I, I uh, okay, yeah, because sure. I, I really appreciate you calling in with your experience, and I also appreciate your uh, being a poll inspector and and working for those Thank impossibly you. long days. Thank you very much for that, Rhea. Thank you. All right. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, let me go to oh another polling. Well, we've got a lot of polling inspectors uh, listening to KPFK. That's because we rock. Hey, Richard in Corona. Welcome to the broadcast, Richard. Yes. Hey, Brad. How you doing? I'm okay. Okay. I'm, I'm glad I got through. Listen, I, I'm an inspector. This is my third uh, uh, presidential election that I've uh, that I've been an inspector for. I've been working the polls for about 12 years. Wow. Thank you. Um, it didn't, this is kind of a little long. I'll try to keep it as short as possible. But Please I started do. with my training. My training on Saturday, um, when it came to uh, the crossover ballot, the NPP, mm-hmm. we were given the incorrect information, and I tried to uh, argue my point with the instructor that he was giving out the wrong information, and he was insistent that the only way an MPP voter could vote uh, for a Democrat uh, nominee was through provisional, and I told him he was wrong. When I went to pick up my supplies on Sunday, it turned out that the instructor, uh, the training instructor was there, and I talked to her about it. She agreed with me. She said he was wrong in giving us uh, that information, and she was going to make him call everybody that went through his class, apologize, and give them the right information which he ended up doing on, on Monday. I got a phone call from him. Mm-hmm. So that was, that, that, that's how it, it started. Mm. And that, that's, that was also, was that Los Angeles County or is that Orange County? This is 
Riverside County. Uh, Riverside, right? Riverside County. Right. And, and yeah. so, w- was was that the exception to the rule? In other words, did did this particular guy have it wrong, but the training was correct? Or are you able to uh, it, sense? It, according to his instructor, the supervising instructor, she trained him personally, along with all the other instructors, and they were given the proper information. So. It, I mean, I, I, there's no way to prove it, but it seems to me like we were purposely misled from the very beginning. And had I not called, uh, called it out with the instructor, with the supervisor, um, you know, there was probably a lot of us would have went to the polls with the wrong information and, and you know, uh, who knows how many people would have lost the votes. Well, you know what, so, and Richard, this also uh, underscores uh, really the point that I have been trying to make now for more than a decade, which is that things are going to go wrong in elections. People are going to try to cheat voters. People are going to try to steal elections. But the more people who can oversee everything, because you could oversee what was going on, what this person was instructed to do, you were able to uh, to correct that problem. And, and, and as we bury... Uh, and I know this was a problem in Riverside for a while where they used, you know, those uh, touchscreen uh, voting machines across the entire Riverside County where you bury the process so that you can't oversee anything. Then things, you know, go wrong and you can never do anything about it. So the fact that I just want to sort of say that, Richard, I think that's a success that you found this problem and fixed this problem. And it underscores uh, the necessity. Our elections are run by people. They're not run by uh, by the government. They are run by people, by us. They should be overseen by us. And so anyway, uh, thanks on that regard. Yeah. Let me make one more point. Yeah, quickly. Callers. Um, but now during the election process yesterday, and now, like I said, I've been doing this for about 12 years, yeah. my third uh, as an inspector. I have never gone through so many provisional ballots. At the end of the night, out of 170, 195 um, voters, uh, active voters that, uh, that checked in, mm-hmm. 48 were provisional. Normally I get about maybe 10 or 12 provisional mm-hmm. people that recently moved or got married or whatever. This was outrageous, the, the, the people that we had to... Uh, vote provisional, and there was probably about close to 50 voters that were registered as vote by mail that never vote, uh, registered to vote by mail. They, they said they always voted in their polling station, so they had a vote provisional. And uh, and then there was one gentleman that's been a Democrat all his life, but all of a sudden he was uh, a registered Republican, and he was livid. He said he came there to vote for Bernie because he would never vote for Hillary in his life. And there was nothing we could do. He had to vote provisional. And he walked out and nearly in tears as, as we were. It was just, it was absolutely ridiculous um, what, what we uh, encountered. Yeah. And we were, we were in a multiple board. There was two precincts. The one precinct was only had an inspector uh, and, uh, and one poll worker. I had to basically oversee both. She had no experience. She didn't know what she was doing. And I kind of ran both of our precincts for us. Mm. So six people running two precincts, and, and they never got us help. Ah, uh, man, uh, just unbelievable. Raise, uh, raise holy hell. Make sure you let the Secretary of State know. Make sure you file a complaint with the, uh, with the Riverside County. Uh, these problems obviously are not going to fix themselves. It is us to us, uh, up to us to fix this stuff. Uh, I'm not sure why. Uh, there may be legitimate reasons for the provisional ballot uh, problems that is emerging that I'm, we're hearing more and more about and the number of provisional ballots. Uh, but, you know, uh, voters can go to the uh, to the county. They can watch those uh, provisionals being validated or thrown out. They can figure out why they were thrown out. We need people to oversee the system. And if you voted provisionally, call your county and find out uh, if it is counted. And if not, why right. was it not counted? It, so, and yeah. then- 
unfortunately, two weeks ago, Alex Padilla, our Secretary of State, hosted a fundraiser for Hillary Clinton in Riverside. So I, I doubt we're going to get much help. Well, uh, you but might we'll be right. Try. And this drives me crazy. And I talked about it on the show at the time, talked about the broadcast, the fact that the Secretary of State is hosting a fundraiser for one of the candidates in the race that he's supposed to be overseeing. Really? Right. Secretary Padilla? Really? Uh, you know, again, uh, maybe he will oversee everything just fine, but it's the I don't know what these people don't understand about the appearance of conflict of interest. It makes people wonder. It makes them suspicious. Uh, <laughs> all right, brother. Uh, hey, Richard, thank you again for working as a poll worker for all of these years. Greatly appreciate it. And thanks for calling in uh, today. Uh, one. Thank you. And you. 818-985-5735 is our phone number. 818-985-KPFK. You can also tweet me. Uh, I am the Brad Blog. If you want to follow and uh, tweet me and call me all the names you like. You know what? Let's take a quick break. I know there's a lot of you been waiting on hold for a long time. Let me try to get to you as quickly as I can when we come back from this break. Uh, let's see. We'll get oh, well, all of I was going to list you all, but we're going to try to get to everybody. So hang in there. 818-985-KPFK. I'm Brad Friedman. This is Bradcast special coverage of the California primary election. Stay tuned. Hey, this is Brad. Do you enjoy your non-corporatized, commercial-free Bradcast? Yeah, me too. But we need your help to stay that way. Please consider supporting the investigative blogging, broadcasting, and muckraking that we do here on the Bradcast and the Green News Report and bradblog.com with a donation. It's easy. Stop by bradblog.com donate and drop a few dollars in the tip jar. You can make a one-time contribution or an automatic monthly donation of any amount you like. It's easy. It'll take you about 60 seconds, and you'll help me and Desi stay on the air to continue our troublemaking and muckraking without the corporate influence of anyone. Got it? Thanks. Stop by bradblog.com donate to help us out today. Yeah, call me. 818-985-5735 is our phone number. 818-985-KPFK. A special hour number two of your broadcast. We are live in the studios here at KPFK. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. Got a full uh, full boatload of uh, folks waiting on hold, trying to determine just how bad this was or wasn't on Tuesday. I know LA Times had a story called, uh, headlined, it was just chaos. Broken machines, incomplete voter rolls leave some wondering whether their ballots will count. That headline, I, I believe, was later changed to tough time at the polls for many California voters because, at least as I read that story, it was just chaos. That was uh, one voter who, who uh, said that, but uh, the story itself did not really spell out chaos. 
maybe that was the case at uh, some polling places, but uh, at least this story in the Los Angeles Times didn't support that charge. Um, and I uh, this uh, note, uh, a caller who couldn't hold, uh, I'm told from the control room, says, if you'd like to call and check if your ballot is counted, that's your provisional ballot, I'm, I'm presuming, uh, call no earlier than 45 days after the election. That's what the form says. So I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, <laughs> I haven't been able to verify that. That was a, a caller coming in and, and saying that. Obviously, if, if you call uh, 45 days after the election, it's a done deal one way or another. Your provisional was either counted or not counted. Um, but again, you can go down to the county headquarters and uh, oversee the tabulation. At least you can try. Let me get to uh, let me get back to the phone lines here. Um, where am I here? I can't see the board. Let me go to uh, Rick in. There we go. Rick in Ventura. Hey, Rick, welcome to the broadcast. What's on your mind, sir? Uh, well, I just left the elections division. I was waiting for quite a while. So let me pull off the side of the road here. Oh, please be careful. Uh, I'm parking right now. All right. Uh, my experience with this is I have a, a sister who has run for office, and the first time she lost by 36 votes back in uh, 2008. Right. And I went and observed the elections. I observed them opening up ballots and verifying signatures and stuff. Mm -hmm. And this election is a lot different because the last time in 2014 when she ran again, there was uh, people there from different campaigns, especially the uh, Brownlee campaign Mm -hmm. and the Strickland campaign. They were there for days capped out watching all the ballots being counted. None of that is happening right now. And it's pretty um, pretty disgusting to me because I voted two weeks ago at the county elections office, turned in that, they gave me a mail-in ballot, I filled it out, signed it, they put it in the box. Mm-hmm. And as I understand it, that has not been counted yet. None of those ballots have been officially counted yet. The, which, the, the, pro- only... the provisionals, you said, right? No, oh, no. The I'm mail-in sorry. ballots oh, the mail-in. were filled out at the uh, advanced Polling station. At the polling places. Okay. Yes. Uh, and, and the ones, and it was done in advance, the early voting that they have in, you're in Ventura County, right? Yes. Okay. So do they have uh, early voting in Ventura? Because I know it's really hard to do that out here in Los Angeles. I think you can only do it at the county headquarters at Norwalk. So, Well, we're, yeah. we're not as big and as congested as L.A. So uh, I live in Oxnard, Channel Islands Harbor, and yeah. uh, it's only a 10, 15-minute drive to the county center in Ventura. Mm-hmm. And that's where I voted at, and there was, you know, they had places for people to come in and vote. And I, it was two weeks ago when I did it. So is your complaint that that ballot that was cast two weeks ago should have been tallied by now, but it wasn't? It has not yet been tallied? My complaint is it should it, is that they're not telling people, okay, we got this money ballots that yeah. were mail-in ballots that have not been counted. They, there is nothing there. They have a updated list. They had like, it was up to number seven and then a semi-complete one of what the election results were. But there's nothing saying how many ballots are outstanding, I see. how many were sent out. And I saw on uh, Facebook, somebody put one from L.A. County that said there's 240,000 provisional, 120,000 uh, mail-in, and another mm-hmm. 200,000 something else. Yeah. Uh, but there's nothing like that in Ventura County. But what gets me, my, my thing that is, yeah. There's nobody from either campaign there observing what's going on. And, well, and that is crazy. I don't know where those campaigns are. They ought to be there. Uh, you know, let let your favorite candidate know 
Let, let your least favorite candidate know that they should be there. And by the way, anyone can go and observe. You don't have to be working with the campaigns to go into the county and observe what the hell is going on. It, 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 people wait for other people to do it. It ain't going to happen. Other people ain't going to do it. You're going to do it. So That's uh, exactly what I yeah. was telling people on the Facebook pages. That, yep. Hey, go to your county elections and see what's going on. Yep. We and, are the uh, ones we know, are waiting for. Thanks, Rick. Uh, okay, Brad, yeah. I, I'll tell you, I've been following you for the past 10 years or so, and I appreciate all the work you've done. And one last comment I want to make is I spent 20 years in the Army. I've been retired for 22, and this is disgusting to me that we cannot verify our votes. Yep. All that time I spent defending your right to vote, and now I don't even know if my votes can be counted properly. I hear you, brother. I really do. Uh, and thanks for all that uh, for all that you do and for those kind words. Uh, we'll, we'll keep up this fight for uh, overseeable, verifiable elections. Thanks, Rick. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Uh, man. All right. Let's get to uh, where's that Trump caller? I had a, somebody who was defending Trump. What happened to that? Oh, well, we'll maybe we'll find him. Uh, Marlene in Valley Village. Hey, Marlene, welcome to the broadcast. I Bonus plus extra special hour. On hold. What's what's hey. it? Hey. Hi, Marlene. Sorry. Hey, I'm in a bag, so I had to step aside. Oh, okay. so I don't want to keep these people waiting. Okay. Just take somebody else here. Okay. Cancel me out. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Um, I just want to say I'm a <laughs> precinct coordinator, and I had 10 precincts under me. And I would make these suggestions to people. We had a ton of people come in who were vote, um, indicated that they had received a ballot by mm-hmm. mail. We cannot issue them another ballot. They either need to take the responsibility to bring that ballot in, or they're going to have to vote provisional at the polls. Right. All, all provisional ballots are counted. There is no great conspiracy to not count votes. Well, they're, uh, they, they're counted yeah. if, in fact, the voter is properly registered. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But uh, with that yeah. said, and I don't know, you're in L.A. County, Marlene? L.A. County. L.A. County. All right. Uh, I had the North Hollywood area. Oh, okay. Uh, so with that said, there are people reporting that uh, they were properly registered and then they showed up to the polls and they were told that, oh, you're a vote-by-mail voter. And uh, and they weren't a vote-by-mail voter, or at least they didn't think that they were. So that is one way to monkey-wrench an election. And yes. B, it is not clear if you are a vote-by-mail uh, uh, voter, because we have a lot of them now, a permanent vote-by-mail voters. It is not yes. made clear on that vote-by-mail ballot that you may surrender this ballot at the polling place to vote in person if you prefer for any reason. So I, I don't know. That's yeah. not my experience. I had I had many people come in who surrendered their ballots at the poll in oh, an envelope. Oh yeah, no so uh, people. Pe- so people, just a minute, please. People can read. People can read. Uh-huh. It is on there. You know, we're we're not supposed we're not responsible to teach the public to read. We can only when they're at their polls. We did our best. Ten precincts, and and a lot of the problem is we don't have enough workers. And this was the worst election I've ever worked. The worst. And we really need good people to come out and volunteer to work. But but our goal there is to have everybody vote. We want everybody to vote. Mm-hmm. We don't want to have anybody walk away who could not vote. The other thing I want to suggest is that if people have redone their registration, we had a lady yesterday. She was a Republican. Mm-hmm. We looked her up. She was indicated as a Democrat. She brought her yellow card. It showed clearly Republican. We obviously gave her the Republican ballot. 
So the more I, I understand, it's like there's people at the polls and they're there to help you. But likewise, the public has to. I mean, voting is a privilege. It's a right. And Actually, it's a, it's a right, not a privilege, but yeah, go ahead. It's yeah. a right. Yeah. You're, you're right. It's a right. Yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to say from my standpoint of 10 precincts, the biggest problem we had is not enough poll workers. And yes, there should be people there overwatching things. In normal, normal elections, we have had that. This year, we didn't have any anywhere. So I don't know what that's about. I mean, that's above my pay grade. <laughs> I, I understand, <laughs> and I appreciate you working. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for working as a so. polling coordinator. Let me just uh, respond very quickly to the uh, to a couple of quick points. First, as I said, thanks for, for doing uh, that and for getting those words out. Secondly, I am an NPP voter, and uh, in this case, yeah. I actually requested a, uh, a vote-by-mail ballot, uh, not because I wanted to vote by mail, because I think that's a terrible idea, but because I knew that I was going to be working doing this program on Election Day. So I wanted to fill it out in advance and then bring it in so I didn't have to wait in line and I could just drop it off at the polling place. But what I noticed uh, on that ballot when they sent me that vote-by-mail ballot, I could not find instructions about surrendering this ballot. So when you say people need to be able to learn how to read, well, maybe they do. But in this case, uh, I think that information about being able to surrender your ballot Uh, at the polling place is not clear. I made a lot of noise about it on this program over the past several weeks trying to let people know exactly that because there's a lot of permanent vote-by-mail voters, NPP voters, who would not know that uh, they could vote in the Democratic primary if they wanted to, but that they had to bring in that ballot and surrender it in order to vote on a, on a normal ballot. I was trying to get that word out. I know a lot of other people were trying to share that information, but it was not clear, real clear anyway. I couldn't find it easily in the, uh, in the information. So I think we now, all need to improve, Marlene. Yeah. Now, I wanted to say something about the NPP. People who came in and were NPP, there was absolutely no problem in terms of we offered them a choice. Mm-hmm. Did they want the one ballot, the NPP, or they, did they want to vote for the presidential candidate, for a presidential candidate on the Democratic side? Mm-hmm. So so there were a lot of, we issued a lot of crossover votes. Yeah. Well, listen, um, you were lucky. I'm and very, I, I I feel horrible burning loss. I feel like I feel like the left lost because there wasn't enough money. I, this is just a, another quick point. I was watching late night one night. Hillary Clinton had three spots in a half hour. Bernie had one. Yeah. I mean, I just don't think we can fight it without big money. I just don't. All right. I, mean, I, I hear you. I'll stay anyway. for now. I'll stay out of that point. Uh, your voters are lucky to have you as a poll coordinator, Marlene. Anyway, uh, thank, thank you very you. much. I appreciate thank it. You. Thanks, dear. You Bye. bet. Uh, let me get to uh, do I need to. Oh, I need to take a break, don't I? All right. Let me take one more call and then I'll get to a, a break here. Barry in Los Angeles has been holding forever. Hey, Barry, thank you for holding. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Uh, 15 minutes is worth every second of it. Appreciate um, it. Real, uh, uh, I told Ms. Doyle I'm a fan, and I don't mind saying it up, you know, to the whole world. Um, <laughs> uh, quickly, voter experience, I was one of the first 10 in. You know, everyone's trying to figure out how to get the pages done. Mm-hmm. We have a bit of a hitch getting the card in. Um, but, yeah, everything was smoothing up. The, what's got my Irish up is the is the Associated Press calling the election on Monday night. Yep. Okay. That's, that's, I'm steaming over it. Um, Mr. Harrison said he's collecting names for a class action. I want to be on that list. Anything you're part of, please, 
Um, I'll, you put me on hold. I'll give my, my uh, number to Ms. Doyen. Get back to me. Okay. Um, anything I could, I don't have anything. I'm a nobody, but, um, I've been at this for a long time. Well, listen, it's about civics. Yeah. It's about civics, not politics. Yeah, and listen, you're you're not a nobody. Uh, you're a voter just like I am, and just like everybody else is. But uh, I, you know, I don't know what you can do. We ha- we do have freedom of the press, and I support that freedom of the press. We also have freedom of speech, which I support, which is why I uh, you know love KPFK so much because we can which call out exercising at the moment. Well, well no. yes, we have to call out these uh, sons of bitches who are irresponsible. These people in the media who are irresponsible, who have special constitutional dispensation. No other industry has that. And with that uh, dispensation, I believe, you know, comes a certain responsibility to get it right and to get the story right and to not misinform your readers, your listeners, your watchers, whoever they are. And so AP just did a horrible disservice to the voters. They did a horrible disservice. All of the, all the networks who followed along with that nonsense. Uh, and so the way to respond to that is to raise holy hell and let them know you're unhappy about it. No threats, no violence, but be damn clear. We expect the we expect better from the media. And if we don't get it, then tune out. Go to uh, you know other better media that you have uh, uh, you know confidence in. And by the way, support them. So if it's KPFK, if it's Brad Blog, if it's who whatever independent media you have uh, that you like their work, believe me, I know. I've been on these Brad, front lines. I don't have two pennies to rub together, but I have a voice. Yeah. And I'm not dead yet. No, that's now, good enough. And Go and I'll put it on it. <laughs> it's not even money. It's you know support, support them. Send out links to their stories. It won't be the yeah. first time I put my body on the line for a cause. I went to Chicago in '68 when McCarthy got buggered the same way that Bernie is right now. Okay, Henry Wallace got it done to him before I was born. I couldn't do anything about that. I didn't last for 15 minutes in the first police riot. They shipped me out of town, but I'd do it again. Well, thank you, brother. I'm not the young man I was then, but I yeah. would. I just don't, I just, you know, I've got personal drama. I don't want to put it in the air. But I'll be there. You tell me where to go. You keep my number. You get back to me. I'll be there. Thanks, Barry. Thank you very thank much. You, I greatly thank appreciate you. it. All thank right. You, for the show. you bet. Uh, we will uh, take a break. Our number two, somehow, of the broadcast special primary election coverage post primary election. It's actually not post. It is still ongoing. The fight continues. The counting continues. The fight to oversee our own democracy continues. I've got some uh, tweets, and I know a lot of you are still on the line. We could go to three hours. Let Ian Masters know he can go home early. We're staying in for a, No, I don't think we'll. All right. Anyway, 818-985-5735 is our phone number. I am Brad Friedman. This is your broadcast. Don't touch that dial. Welcome back to the broadcast special coverage special hour hour number two bonus plus 
extra super special. Uh, 818-985-5735 is our phone number. A couple of people have uh, tweeted me at the Brad blog in response to a caller. I think it was, was it Sherelle, whose son was discouraged? I hope Sherelle's still listening. Um, a couple of people uh, tweeted me to say uh, that you need to, well, she said hole punch, but I think she means ink. You need to ink at least three votes for the machine at the polling place, the ballot reader we talked about, to accept it. That comes from uh, someone on Twitter calling themselves Millennial Breakdown, who says she is a poll worker. And uh, also on the Twitters, Fire Monkeyfish tells me that the ballot reader also counts under votes. Vote only one office. The reader will think you made a mistake. Uh, but she adds that the vote will count. So that's two different folks on uh, on Twitter, at least one of them, a poll worker saying uh, Sherelle's, I think it was Sherelle's son. Don't worry. Don't be discouraged. Your vote will count at least as much as everyone else. How much is that? I don't know. Oh, look, uh, let me get to, oh, look, is uh, Marco, our old friend, our old super duper associate producer from the broadcast, uh, who we haven't hey. talked to her in a long, the longest time. Hey, Marco, what's going on? Hey, Brad. Hey, yeah, I was just calling because I, I heard you were talking about problems with voting. And, I, you know, I managed to avert a problem, but uh, you know, I have no party preference, and I wanted to do vote by mail. I'm up in Santa Cruz, mm-hmm. and my ballot didn't come, so I called an 800 number, and I talked to somebody. And the first thing that happened was I said, you know, I I was on I I took I filled out an application for the county online, and she said, oh well, you have to print it out. And I said, no, there's literally one online. And so I, I went through this this long process where she totally didn't believe me that there was an online form where you could ask for a crossover ballot. And so, so anyway, I had to talk to L.A. County about that, and I finally got to somebody, and she said, oh, yeah, we have a Santa Cruz address here, so it should be going to you, but if you don't get it, call back. So uh, so you're saying, that, so Marco, you're saying the person at the poll, I'm sorry, the person at the county that you called in didn't know there was a way to request a, ball, a vote-by-mail ballot online? Right. There's, well, they weren't at L.A. County. There's an 800 number, and I don't know where it goes. I don't know where okay. these people are. The people who answer the calls are located in the state. But yeah. she had no idea that L.A. County had the ability to request a crossover ballot mm. online. And I was reading the form to her, exactly what it said, where I could request my crossover ballot. And she was totally confused. And I was getting really upset because I really wanted to vote. Yeah. And so finally, I said, please let me talk to somebody who knows what's going on, because this could be disenfranchising so many voters. And so she finally gave me a number for L.A. County. And once I got somebody in L.A. County, they seemed to know what was going on. And she could find she found me in the system and said that they had the address for Santa Cruz address, which is where I'm at. Yeah. But I still didn't get the ballot. And so finally mm. I said, you know, I'm going home anyway for over Memorial Weekend. I was going to go <laughs> to help Bernie's campaign. Yeah. Uh, full disclosure. So, uh, yeah, so I went and I said, I'll just early vote. Yeah. So when I got home, my mom said, oh, hey, you know, you got some mail here. And there, my ballot was at my house. They at- sent my ballot to my house. And I couldn't believe it because when I talked to them on the phone, they had the Santa Cruz address. Yeah. And 
you know, it's not like I registered for Santa Cruz County because yeah. I would have gone it from Santa Cruz County. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? Let Dean Logan, the, the, the registrar clerk, know about it. File an official complaint. Let the Secretary of State know about it. All of these problems that people are having, it, it helps to tell me. Uh, yeah. You know, on on air on KPFK at bradblog.com, but it will uh, help even more if they get a mountain, a mountain of complaints at the at your uh, whatever your county is at the, also at the secretary of state. Also, you know, let the L.A. Times know, let the media know, uh, you know, put it out on social media, raise holy hell. Sometimes that gives the impression that things are worse than they actually are. Some to other times we find out that things are actually are worse than they appear if people speak up and uh, and file official complaints on these problems so they get fixed next time. Thanks, Margo. Yeah. I, I got to run because I got a yeah, line full of people, but I really appreciate your story and uh, and good to hear from you. Don't be a stranger. Yeah, I'll see you guys in July. I hope so. All right. Okay. Thanks, Margo. Uh, let me get to. Uh, oh, uh, did I get? Uh, yeah, I got some of those tweets already. Let me see who's been holding the longest. Uh, John in L.A. Actually, uh, hang. Wait, no, okay, I'll go to John. I'll go to John in L.A. I want to answer G's question. You had a question that I'll get to in a second, yeah. G. Uh, hey, John, welcome to the broadcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Actually, I got a couple of uh, quick uh, one question and a, and a comment. Okay, um, quick. I guess my, my, my first question, which makes me more furious than anything, is they kept calling uh, last night a historic night for Hillary Clinton. Uh, by clinching the nomination, right? And uh, you know, I'm I'm uh, I'm no dummy. I, I work for uh, JPL, NASA, SpaceX, Virgin Galactic, and I I know basic math. Okay, uh, put it that way. And from what I understand, the math that I did, if even if Hillary Clinton wins a hundred percent of all the delegates in D.C., which is twenty twenty delegates, yeah, she still falls short of having enough pledged delegates. To clinch the nomination, she therefore has to go to the superdelegate. Yep. Uh, is that correct, or am I totally wrong? You are totally right. She would okay. have to. She will have to. Not neither candidate will have enough to win uh, a majority of the available delegates, both unpledged and pledged delegates, unless the uh, until the uh, superdelegates actually cast their ballot or cast their vote at least on uh, July 25 at the convention. Okay, and that's what makes me furious. Is everybody was calling it a historic night? They, uh, it, some of the some of the media had it right. They called it a presumptive nomination. Yeah. Uh, but ninety percent of the media were saying no that she had already clinched the nomination and and basically would be the first uh, female uh, nominated uh, candidate for right. for the presidency. So that was my first question. I'm glad that uh, you helped me clear that up. Okay. I have some academias from graduates from mm -hmm. uh, Stanford and Harvard who don't understand that simple math. Yeah. Well, um, it's true. It's true. <laughs> no, you're right. You're absolutely right. Although, I mean, it is historic. She did win a majority of the uh, pledged delegates in any event at the end of the uh, the cycle, no matter what happens next week in, in Washington, D.C. So there is some history there, but uh, but you're right. It won't be over until it's over, until they cast their uh, superdelegates, cast their ballots on July 25. Anyway, quickly, what else you got for me, John? Yeah, uh, real quickly, uh, I also had uh, some of the issues that you've been talking about uh, prior. Uh, I showed up at my uh, polling place. Uh, I gave them my name. Uh, I was on the I was on the list. I was registered. Uh, I had ID, and they told me that I was a permanent mail-in uh, ballot. And I said no. I said I've I've never received a mail-in ballot. Mm. I don't have a mail-in ballot. I said I want to I want to vote. Uh, give me a Democratic ballot. 
And they basically said, no, I had to vote provisional. I said, no, I'm not going to vote provisional. I'm going to vote on a Democratic ballot because that's what I'm registered as. I'm on your list. And then they said, well, uh, you're going to have to call this number. So they gave me the number to the Los Angeles County Register Recorder County Clerk's Office, which I called. And I spoke at them uh, with them at length for about 20 minutes um, arguing the same points. Uh, ultimately, the county clerks, the individuals at the county clerk's office got on the phone via my cell phone, spoke to the people at the polls, and said, give this gentleman a Democratic ballot. Do not give him a provisional ballot. Mm. And that was only, that was only because I, <laughs> I stood up for my right. I said, no, uh, I'm not. And they did try to say, hey, if you surrender your absentee ballot, then we can give you one. If I had one to surrender, I'd give it to you. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm surprised you talked them into it. uh, To be frank, that was that was uh, some pretty uh, fancy work you did there. I'm I'm quite concerned about the number of reports of people who who are saying they are not vote by mail uh, uh, voters, and yet they were marked as VBM voters. That's a continuing concern, John. I I got to run. Let me get. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, Do I have time for uh, one or two more here? Uh, Let me try. Uh, Yulon. In Redondo Beach. Uh, very quickly, Yulon, I only got a, a 30 seconds okay. or so. Yeah, 30 seconds you get. My vote was almost destroyed by one of the poll workers. It was a mail in vote. And I went there in person to make certain that uh, my vote was counted. And uh, the person at the poll that took it almost opened it up there by uh, nearly oh. destroying my vote. Oh. I said, no, 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 that's, that is a mail in <laughs> vote. I came in person to submit it. And uh, they, 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 she, she stopped. Oh, and handed it to the person that put it in the box. At least I hope it was put in the correct box with all the other votes. Oh man! Well, thank you for uh, Well, thank you for paying attention. Yeah, you know what? Stuff happens. We got to oversee our own elections. We have to be uh, educated about this. It ain't perfect, but uh, it's getting better if we bother to pay attention. Thanks, Yulana. I appreciate so, that. The, the whole system needs to be, uh, you know, refurbished. It needs to be streamlined. Really, it does. We're we're all concerned. I hear you. Thank you. Yeah, especially here in California. It's insane, this system that we currently use. G, you, uh, my engineer, uh, G here asked, so did Hillary win California or not? No one is talking about this. Is that your question? Is that really your question? Well, I, I can't see inside those computers either, uh, uh, G. I don't know. Nobody knows if they the computers tell you that, yeah, Hillary won California. But there's still hundreds of thousands of uh, ballots out there remaining to be counted. So who knows what we will find out uh, when the process is done, if we will ever find it out. Hey, I want to thank all of you who called in. I know a lot of you are still hanging on the line. Uh, We did two hours here in place of John Wiener, who I believe will be back next week with the 4 o'clock report. Um, Sorry I couldn't get to everybody. Uh, We do this uh, show, we do the broadcast five days a week. You can download it anytime at bradblog.com, even though we're only on the air here about once a week on KPFK. But my thanks to all of you for calling in, for listening, for voting, for giving a damn. Once again, my thanks to our producer, Desi Doyen, to our soundboard engineer, G, and to all of you for spending a portion of your day or night with us. It is greatly appreciated. Uh, you can drop me email. I'm bradcast at bradblog.com. And you can find me on the Facebooks and the Twitters at the Brad Blog. Until we meet again, I'm Brad Friedman. Good luck, L.A. County.